Welcome back, dearest loose lounging listener. I am returned to you after a strange sojourn into the chaos of the underbelly of the world. What did I learn? What can I impart to you? What reward for your oral loyalty? In 1486 or thereabouts, the young Florentine humanist Pico della Mirandola celebrated the felicity of mankind. He stated that man is unique amongst creatures, possessing the power of free will, the power to determine his own nature and destiny, and through proper exercise of this will, he can attain the state of angels. Although we all say stuff like that when we're drunk. This pre-Renaissance world was still controlled by sin, Judgment Day, eternal damnation, or righteous ascendance. God did indeed see us thou. Then Renaissance man discovered himself and the power of the individual within the world, allowing great art, science, and ideas to flourish. Individual thought has now gone full circle, and the power of the collective now rules. Religious subjugation has been replaced by the politics of the indignant, righteous mob. An act of thinking something off-message, off-the-megaphone agenda is now a sin, and any heretic eked out by the witchfinders will spend the rest of eternity in a modern take of a Hieronymus Bosch vision of hell. The demons, however, will be the bacterial vaginosis Facebook and Twitter syphilis. You would do well to remember this out there. Prostrate yourself to the almighty mob. This has been a public public service service announcement on behalf behalf of Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Talking of visions of hell, we've had a report of a missing person. During the recent exodus and subsequent reverse repopulation of Gallatry, people have been popping up all over the place. It is a question of from when as well as from where around here. Dutch artist Hieronymus Bosch has gone missing. Here is a description from Chief Anderson's office. He's described as being an apocalyptic prophet, a psychedelic experimenter, a perverse fantasist. Blue eyes, five foot tall. Well, that seems like quite enough to go on, so keep them peeled, gang. chaos at the Metropolitan Police. Commissioner Sir Charles Warren resigns. Yes, sir. Could be them murders in Whitechapel or the mess they made last year with the bloody Sunday protest incident at Trafalgar Square, I'll wager, sir. No, sir. They reckon they'll appoint some manky rosa, sir. His name is Malcolm Wood, sir. So, you going to buy a copy, sir? No. I ain't a bleeding 24-hour news channel, you know. Suit yourself, tight life. 
about it. Read all about it. Suspect linked to the Whitechapel murders. Yes, sir. They've got a lead, sir. Well, they called him the leather apron, sir. Well, on account of his leather apron, sir. You see the clues in the name, see? Well, he's some strange character who prowls about Whitechapel after midnight. He's a universal fear to women, sir. He has slippered feet and a sharp levered knife with him, sir. Leather April himself seems to be quite an unpleasant character, sir. He has reigned Whitechapel for a long time. He exercises over the unfortunates who ply their trade after midnight, sir. Evidence, sir. By all accounts, he has kicked, injured, bruised and terrified a hundred of those unfortunates who are already testified to these outrages. Two weeks ago, he drew his knife on a woman called Widow Annie, threatening her with his ugly grin and malignant eyes to rip her up. Tis the leather apron to blame, sir, I tell you. Bless you, sir. What? A shilling for a bleeding forensic analysis? I should have applied for the police commissioner's job with my insight. Read all about it. Read all about it. Leather apron suspect. Sermon, sir. Why not try the new electric dorset, sir? The girl alomatic. After all, it's a boon for men and women of all ages, sir. How does it work? Search me. The patent is held by the Medical Battery Company Limited on Oxford Street. Ain't that enough for you? No? Well, it uses that newfangled electric to make you look slimmer, sir. More manly, more virile. Steve, Miss for the oldies. Electric is the future, sir. No, we'll sink it out. Yes, sir, it's a mangle, sir, but not any normal mangle. This here is the eight whistling Kenyan safety mangle. You see, the word safety is cast into every machine, sir. Well, so that the children don't crunch their fingers no more. What, you got no children? Not surprised, Lardos. You thought about an electric corset? Curative compound of Queen of Medicine, sir. Well, sir, dyspepsia, headaches, neuralgia, latacdona, indigestion, and nausea, sir. Weight loss, sir, hang about. I reckon you'll shed a one if you live on this for a month. No, hang on. I've got a cigarette that can give joy and cure asthma. Hey, come back. Come back. I'm Barry Scott. Tired of limescale deposits after your wife cleaned, sir. Suspect you should have married better, sir. Sir, sir, come back. Ah, oh, Mr. Stretch, you're back. We need to check in at the hotel. I went down to the murder site as you requested. I returned through Spitalfields Market. The whole of London seems to be completely wrapped up in this Whitechapel murder business. They reckon it's some slipper maker that they'll call it the Leather Apron. An arrest seems likely. Are we on a wild goose chase here, perchance, Monkchen? Have faith, Mr. Stretch, have faith. The hunt has only just begun. There will be many more cul-de-sacs run along by the public, the popular press and the police to boot. Before we are finished here, I'll wait. Let's uh, get checked in and then we can plan our approach to hunt down this uh, ripper spirit. Aye, Monkchen. Boy Agile. Where is everyone in this confounded hotel? Hang on, let's give this a try. 
If this doesn't get some attention, nothing will. My word, Mr. Stretch. What the devil is this contrivance? Some kind of lamp? Not just any lamp, Monkchen. I got it down the market. This is the No More Matches Challoner's Automatic Magic Pocket Lamp. You see, it lights with one single pressure of the thumb. It's the novelty of the century, Monkchen. Imagine what a boon this will be on investigations, as it's only the size of a matchbox. Hmm, indeed. How much did you pay for it? A guinea. Hmm, I feel the lamp bender saw you coming first, Mr. Stretch. Oh, gentlemen. My, what a dazzling lamp you have. Have you come to deliver the... Hmm. Uh, no. We have a room reservation under the names of Stretch and Monkchen. Oh, that's pity. I like booms. I like to touch them. Here we are. Your suite's ready for you. The corner suite on the first floor. Please, please find. Here, gentlemen, how will you be <laughs> paying for your stay with us, sir? Gosh, there's also a sovereign in it for you if you can help us with some information to boot. <laughs> oh, the mineral edges of the shiny queen against my fingers. Oh, what rhapsody, what information do you require for this guilty pleasure, gentlemen? We are professional situationists, discreet investigators. We seek information regarding the recent murder of Mary Nichols. Information garnered from the sources rather than the pressman's conjecture. I seek access to a certain item as well as other pertinent information not publicly known. Oh, oh, oh pertinent information. Is, is it about spoons or, or, or cutlery? General, perchance. No, my good fellow. I seek the murdered woman's jolly bonnet and to know the funeral arrangements. Can this you do for us to earn your sovereign? Oh, oh Catherine. Oh, damn. Fear not, sirs. My contacts here in London are of a specialist nature. We have many guests here who tend to be mm, very helpful when I catch them in flagrante, so to speak. Mm, I know which rocks to look. Now, Mr. Munchin, let me make some inquiries this evening. Uh, Wednesday's my night. Oh, I'm sure the dungeon can wait another week. Uh, Maurice, please take these gentlemen's Language to the corpus. Sweet, too sweet. <laughs> it's, it's a hotel front desk joke. Indeed. Come on, Chen. Let's get settled in. So here we are, the corpus suite. 
Why were you so insistent about this room, Monkchat? It's got an ample sitting room for papers, interviewers, and, if needed, a bit of spirit walking. But the most important feature is the balcony here. What's so special about it? We simply overlook the Euston Road. Is this worth the premium? Mr. Stretch, how long have we worked together? I fear the desk clerk may not come with the goods for our hunt. Did you bring my banjo? Aye, against my better judgment. By Agile Munchin, you're not aiming to attempt this again, surely? Indeed, the crow moot. We need all the eyes and ears we can get. Whitechapel is a populous and a busy place. I wish to get the march on our quarry. I want to be there the next time. If there is a next time. Have faith, Mr. Stretch, have faith. I sense a hunger in our quarry, like a job not complete. How did you put it? Uh, Come catch me if you can. Exactly. You also asked why the disemboweling of Mary Nichols... Why was this done? Why attempt with such a risky task in the street what could have resulted in discovery? Our quarry was looking for something. We need to find out what this is. When you visited the murder site, did you do what I asked? Aye. I covered the spots with salt, and my new automatic magic pocket lamp was a positive boot in those dark streets, I'll have you know. Whatever, right. Pass me the banjo. I need to evoke the crow moot. Very well. But if you're going to play that infernal thing, I will retire and leave you to it. Hopefully, we will get a lead from that desk clerk. Uh, What was his name? Mr. Spoons, I believe. Now, let me get this thing tuned up. Good night. Thanks. Now to work. Fly, my pretty spy. Boy, Agile, who knocks at this time of night? Hang on, man. Don't break down the door. Wake up, Munchin. We have a visitor. I'm awake. Bloody bourbon. Get the door. Let the blighter in, Mr. Stretch. Mr. Munchin. Mr. Stretch. My, what an elegant-looking smoking jacket. I have news, gentlemen. Can I come in? Come in. Come in. So, Mr. Spoons, what news do you have for our quest? Thank you. My, what have you been doing out on the balcony? It's going to take some cleaning up. Bloody pigeons. Nay, Corvus. Crows, Mr. Spoons. What have you managed to dig up for us? The funeral at the murdered woman is tomorrow at 11am at the city of London Cemetery at Manor Park Serpent Road, which is a forest gate. What day is tomorrow? I'm losing track of time. Thursday, the same. I also have contact with this jolly bonnet you see. Capital. Mr. Stretch, this will be your task tomorrow. I will be attending the funeral of this unfortunate uh, Mary Nichols. So, Mr. Spurge, where do I need to go tomorrow for my bonnet? <laughs> to Working Lads Institute on the way Chapel Road. And ask for Mr. Robert Mann. He owes me one. I can't at the time we got caught spewing on at the guest's mortuary. This is what 
the bonnet still lies. Thank you, Mr. Spurge. Here's your sovereign for your trouble. <laughs> That's uh, dirty milk. It is on my fingertips. Some mistress queen. Let's go and get acquainted under the covers with the castle. <laughs> so, Mr. Stretch, the uh, game begins. We need to rest. <laughs> Thank you, my good man. Now to find the side entrance. Who is it? My name is Aloysius Stretch. Mr. Spoon sent me. I've come for the bonnet. Welcome, Mr. Stretch. Come in. Come in this way. Nice and quiet now. There's a magistrate's court in session, so we need to go through the public gallery to my special office. Very well, Mr. Man. Lead away. What's the next case before me, Foreman? A drunken disorderly and a framer lad. Arrested last night at the docks near the town, my lad. We thinks it's a foreign sailor, my lad. Very well, bring him up. You have been arrested for being drunk and disorderly. And afraid. Firstly, what's your name? Uh, Hapnik Verstanden. Was passiert hier? What vessel are you from? Wie bitte? Oh, deuce. I feel this is going to be a long day. Are you, um, German? Um, Deutsch? Yeah, Deutsch, yeah, yeah. Well, we're getting somewhere now. Um, does anyone in this courtroom speak German? Yes, sir, if you please, sir. I do, sir, I do. Good. Well, Mr... Pike, Your Honour. Well, Mr. Pike, come down here and translate for me. This fellow doesn't speak English. And remember, Pike, translate exactly what he says. Ask the defendant what his name is. Please, Pike. That is your name. On ten. On ten. There you go, Mr. Stretch, your tip for the bonnet. Thank you, Mr. Man. Here is your recompense. I must get back to Euston. A good day's work. I wonder how Munchin is getting on. For the sad occasion of the burial of Mrs. Mary Nicholls. Isn't that what I said? Very well. If you're going to be picky, we are gathered here today for the sad occasion of the burial of Mary Ann Nicholls. This wretched woman met her end in the most terrible and fluidly reported way. No doubt a judgment from the Lord Almighty for the sinful life she led, being an unfortunate woman. Although we are all the same flock in the eyes of the Almighty, some of us are more righteous than others, as I suspect that Mrs. Nichols has seen a good lot of flocking in her time. <laughs> so, this is why we have picked a nice, discreet spot at the pauper's end of the cemetery for this Dirty, unfortunate. I suppose we should get on with it. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, etc. God bless a simple soul. Right, Berger, where's my hip glass? Let's get back in the warmth to church. 
Right, you lot, clear off. I don't want anything stealing from the church. Get back to whatever hovel your shabby lot came from. God bless your soul. Rest in peace. You are not welcome here, foul spirit. Now, be gone. We will meet again soon. You beat me back, Mr. Stretch. How did you get on in Whitechapel? Very successful indeed. The Nichols bonnet is there on the table. And your trip to a funeral? A most depressing affair. The pillars of our society really have no time for the common majority of this country. We will never progress as a nation until we find a solution to this poverty conundrum and religion. Cheer up, Monk Chen. I feel the voices of dissent are alive and kicking, if the Whitechapel Magistrates Court has anything to go by. So, what was the importance of the funeral and this bonnet? Well, I paid my respects at her grave with salt. That should seal the portal for our spirit. And now, the bonnet. Pass me my banjo. Let's show the crows this jolly bonnet. And then, we wait. Perhaps we can lure our spirit out of here. Oh, no. Not this infernal banjo again. Come, Mr. Stretch. We've got a Friday night dinner date with our old friend, Mr. Oswald Allen. He writes of the Pall Mall Gazette. We are to meet him at Anderson's of Fleet Street. He can give us the inside track on the police investigation so far. A useful fellow indeed. Certainly. Fleet Street, pledge, cabby. Right, yeah, Governor. Welcome to Anderton's. Are you members, gentlemen? No. However, we are here to dine with a member, Mr. Allen. Ah, he's in. Follow me, gentlemen. Oh, there you are, Ozzy. Let me introduce you to my colleague, Mr. Strange. How do you do, Mr. Allen? This is a very, um, lively club. How do you do? Please be seated. Lively indeed. It's a Friday night. This is where all the press men meet and put the world to rights. Drink all night and play pranks on each other. It is the club rule here at Anderton's. So, Ozzy, what make you this Whitechapel murder business? Well, the self-painters for sure. The latest suspect is this leather apron fellow. He seemingly has left the East End due to his public outing in the papers. He's been spotted at West somewhere. I mean, the police are closely making an arrest, and that's hot off the press. What are the police thinking now? Well, they seem to be moving around like headless chickens. Poor investigative practices, lots of evidence and now witnesses. I didn't hear that the Nichols woman's bonnet was stolen from the morgue in Whitechapel yesterday. It hardly gives the public confidence, especially with the commissioner residing and all that Monroe business. <coughs> the bonnet. How interesting. So, Ozzy, what are your thoughts on the identity of the killer? Well, the coroner, Baxter, has licked the mouth of Tampa murder with the Nichols case. Well, I can't see that that holds water. How so? Martha Tampa was stabbed multiple times, but didn't have her throat slit. It wasn't butchered in any way. I'm no psychologist, but it feels like a very different name to Zobrandi. The Nichols murder feels like the killer was, well, looking for something. I agree. Why oh, risk discovery performing butchery in the street? So, are there any other suspects apart from this uh, leather apron fellow? Not full eye. 
with the theories of getting more and more surreal. He skanked madman, a crazed ape, a doctor, a Jew, or a slaughterman. To be fair, he's been great for us. We've been selling out of every edition daily or week. That's why it's such a party atmosphere here. He's nothing like a gruesome murder or two to make us duelists die. You'll have a drink to that. Cheers. Wake up, wake up, Munchie. He's been another one. Uh, um, uh, what's the time? Where are we? Edgerton's Club is 5am. We all decided to sleep where we fell. You're not a press man, Mr. Munchie. We sleep and are awake in an instant. Come on, we've got to get to my office. I need to find out whether this report of another body in Whitechapel is true. Us press men like to send each other off on fruitless missions, especially the Cubs, but it also ensures a scoop for the Jero with guile. I heard Arthur's address hands to Fleet Street and Worth Street, Whitechapel. Come on, we need to go now. Here we are, Mr. Bucci. Welcome to the Power Mail Gazette. Hang on, isn't that Jones from the Chronicle? Why is he in such a hurry? Why, Jonesy, watch up, are you going to a fire? No, murder, Whitechapel, isn't it? Come on, Munchie, if Jonesy's onto this, we need to beat him to it. We need to get a cab. Damn, there's never one where you need one. Let's try down at Ladgate Circus. Come on, Byron, there's nothing like a sprint after a belly full of blue. Whitechapel cabby, a quick. Oh yeah, governor. That'll be three ball. Uh, I met you press talks before. We will make it five ball if you drive like Harry. See you later, Jonesy. You're a lot of getting fat and plastered in the Chronicle. Perhaps you ought to try an electric corset. <laughs> Port of the Whitechapel, you do want, governor. And Worth Street. And Worth Street, never heard of it. Are you sure you've never heard of it? You didn't mean Ancock Road, governor. Is that in Whitechapel? No, it's a long way off in Bromley. Is it possible that your Chronicle man, Jones, has stitched us up? Should be. Damn. Hang on. What have we here? Outside Orgate Station. A group of policemen. Well, you know the old saying, if you're lost, ask a copper. Cabby? Cabby? Pull over here near the police, if you please. Right on! Oh! I best handle this book, Chet. I say, Inspector, my name's Alan from the Pall Mall Gazette. Here's my press card. We seek information regarding a murder which has taken place in Whitechapel. Hmm. Not Whitechapel, Spitalfields, Ambury Street, number 29. Could we uh, give you a lift, Inspector? Oh, thanks so much. Right, man. Follow along. On foot. Let's go. Thanks for the lift, gentlemen. Now, follow me and let's see what we have here. Make way, make way. So, Constable, where is he? She's in the backyard. The doctor's already there, sir. She's had her throat slit and mutilated like that fucked row woman, sir. Mutilated? Yes, sir. Ripped up. It's a terrible mess back there, sir. Come on, Chief. Let's take a look. I need to scribble my notes, so tell me what you say. Well, we're in a secluded backyard. It looks like the blood-soaked heap of rubbish behind the door over there. My, that's the body. Look, her throat has been slit from ear to ear, left to right, and her entrails are pushed out, hanging over her left shoulder. What's this? 
some trumpery articles taken from the woman and placed at her feet, as if in some ceremony. Look above, Ozzy. There are many spectators in every window, seemingly a large number of children. Their faces look like little white wedges of terror. Inspector, was anything taken from the body? A trophy, perchance? Apparently her brass rings are missing. Oh, and that doctor tells me some vital organ has been removed from her abdomen. Uterus? No, me to you. How come you all so clued up on this? Come on, Chin. Let's leave it to the Chuckle Brothers. I need to get this written up for today's edition. We should go before we get sucked into the round of questioning that is going on. Come on, let's slip out back into the crowd. We were just too late. Ozzy, just too late. What was this unfortunate woman called? Annie Chapman. Thank you, Eustace. Welcome back. Now we go over to the phones. We have had some information regarding the 15th century painter lost in our midst. In our new future, where's Hieronymus? Let's take our first call. What have you got for us regarding Hieronymus? Um, we have a Mr. Bastard of the Scarecrow Estate. Uh, Mr. Robin Bastard? I know. My dad was a real wag. Anyway... I met Hieronymus in a pub the other night. There are two important things that I found out about him. Firstly, he showed everyone his penis. It's about the length of two little blue Argos pencils. Um, and what's the second thing, Mr. Bastard? He's banned from every Argos store in the country. Does that help? Hmm, right. Next up, we have Jeff, who runs the Samaritans here in Gallatry. I understand you have some information on our Dutch painter, Jeff. Yeah, he recently worked on the upline here, and we had to let him go after just a week. A week? What happened? Well, on his first shift, he had a client suicide. We started an investigation. The caller was a young alcoholic with a history of mental health issues. He was just unlucky. So, you fired him after this tragedy? No, it was the second suicide incident that aroused our suspicion. The second incident? Oh, yes. It was a wrong number. Hmm. Let's leave the phone, shall we? Miss Smith, the dentist will see you now. Go through to room. Thank you. Is it just up here? Yes, lonely corridor. Mr. Bort is in room. Goedemorgen, Miss Smith. Please take a seat, ya. Please, Greg. I'm from Holland. Right. Relax and open wide. Good, good. Now let's have a peaky ball in here, shall we? You smoke, Miss Smith? No. You have very nice teeth, Miss Smith. Let's have a good scrub around, shall we? Yes. It's always a pleasure to have such a pretty young girl here in my chair. Yes, prostrate here in my chair. I can see your pretty mouth and your breast even up and down with a little bit of fear. It's great. Your skirt slipping over your sexy thighs. Being a dentist is great. Watch up, Miss Smith. You want to go make a sexy disco in my jacuzzi? We can drink the Campari and soda and relax, no? Just like a garden of earthly delights. Super sexy girl jacuzzi naked dentist from Holland. Knockout gas. It's great. <laughs> Thank you.
You have been listening to Gallantry, a community-funded local radio station. I'm Adam Aardvark. Max couldn't be around at the end of the show. He often needs to lie down in a darkened room and sort of, well, convalesce. If you enjoyed today's show and want to know more or simply express a simple and not very cogent opinion, then email us at welcometogallantry at gmail.com. You can tell us what you think, although we might already know what you think. Or failing that, if you genuinely have no idea, we can helpfully provide some new ideas that you can call your very own. Ideas that you can share with your friends and family and become a much more interesting and likable person, if only to yourself. This has been a Gallatry Entertainment broadcast recorded in a haunted pub in Gallatry. No, honestly, voices appeared on the recordings that we later had to edit out. I think we got them all, but who's to know for sure? Anyway, Gallatry is performed by Max Black, written and recorded by Max Black and Adam Ardvark. Is copyright Gallatry Productions 2016. Thanks for listening. But remember, on your next journey home, Gallatry may be just around the corner. Sorry, I'm sorry, i